starts in three. You know what makes women stupid is college. Jesus was not a bartender. Hi, man. Two. You have lost your mind. Long tongue heifers have given me a lot more trouble than heifers wearing breeches. And you know that. Say amen right there. One. Let me tell you something, bozo. They'll be selling frosties in hell for this boy. Put on a pair of pink underwear. Amen. I sucked my thumb till I was 14 years of age. Hi, man. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Fundamentalist Podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Edwards, Nathan Cravat, I'm J.C. Groves. It is good to be here with you, fellas. This is our episode number 50. Number 50. We have made it our golden anniversary. Amazing. That's a big deal, getting to 50. And we do have some extras that we've recorded out there, so we've officially done more than 50, but this is our 50th actual episode, which is a big deal really is. It is a big deal. You know, and and guys, I'm blown away by the diversity of our audience. You know, we've met people over the past few weeks that are older and they love the RFP. And then this week I had a chance to hang out with this awesome kid that I love. His name is Clayton and Clayton loves the RFP guys. I mean, he absolutely loves it. And so we're reaching the old and the young. And the great thing is Hopefully we can save the young from ever experiencing the things that we did when we were growing up. Amen to that. I tell you what's been really cool is starting this RFP fam community group on Facebook. I mean, this thing started back in December. It was just us three and Justin Knight. And we're like, should we launch this? Is it time? And my goodness, a week ago we launched and it's almost to 2000 members already. And it has been incredible just to go through and read stories and to put faces behind the stories that we've been reading on emails to see the people that are behind these text messages and Twitter accounts. And man, it's the RFP family. It's absolutely incredible. Can I be honest? The comments are addictive. If you start reading the comments, like you can get lost in that world, man. People are saying some of the funniest things and then some of the coolest things and then some of the deepest things. The comments are amazing. Yeah, and the thing that surprises me is that if I wait seven or eight minutes, I can click on and there will be 50 comments. And I'm like, this just posted seven, eight minutes ago. What in the world? It's unreal to wake up and to see notifications on your phone that you literally have to just scroll for a long time to get to the bottom of. When you go to Facebook, the little notification thing, it says 25 plus and you click on it. You're like, my goodness, this is incredible. What was it? The guy said buzzards flock to dead things. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's his excuse for a bunch of people joining the RFP fam. Hey, we've been called worse than buzzards, I guess. So we'll take that. Well, is it a buzzard in skinny jeans? Like, that's the big... If it's a buzzard in skinny jeans, then maybe it's us. Why do they preach on skinny jeans so much? I will never understand that. My papa used to say, you preach on what you struggle with the most. Well, I'll tell you why. The same reason I saw a clip from uh, IFB Preacher Clips this week of a glutton preaching about a beard and a Jeep. Hello. So, you know, two of those things are not in the Bible. One of those things is in the Bible repeatedly. He's screaming about it, and they're shouting about it. That's why. Shout out Stephen Cox. It's crazy. I don't understand it, but they will uh, preach on it. (laughs) And Cox is legit one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. Yes. We've just talked on Twitter and online, but, man, he's a sharp guy. Let's be straight up honest. Stephen Cox has a really nice beard. 
And he that does. Jeep is really nice. You yep. know who could help his beard look even better? Who's that, JC? Free Life Soap. I'm glad you asked. Free Life Soap's been one of the sponsors of the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast for quite some time. Miss McCribbin is an incredible lady. Started this company out of the garage in her backyard. And man, she is selling so much soap, so much beard oil. It, it, Free Life Soap is an absolute incredible ministry. And you need to check it out today. Go to recoveringfundamentalist.org, click on the Free Life Soap tab, and use your promo code RFP. Get 20% off of your order today. I was with Jason Riddle in North Carolina this past weekend, preached up there for him, and took him some Free Life Soap beard oil, some of the cherry pipe tobacco, Mm. and uh, I haven't heard back from him yet if he liked it or not, but man, that stuff's amazing. Is there any question about whether or not he liked it? I mean, it's the best there can be. And by the way, guys, I saw Stephen Cox Jeep and the beard in person and got free P.F. Chang's. Come on. Nice. Yeah, just the way I I roll. haven't heard that story yet, Brian. I haven't either. When did you do that? Yeah, just a little while back. Yeah, we actually met not too far from his house. And uh, man, you're right. He's just a really gracious, super cool guy. You know what I love is that we get trashed a lot of times for promoting soap and beard oil. And then IFB Preacher Clips came out with a video today of uh, Brother Reeves sitting at a table with a bunch of razors, and he was promoting uh, Harry's razors. Did y'all see that video? I, I was did like, not. I don't think he's getting an endorsement, but he, it was hilarious. He had all these razors laid out on the table, had a had like a, a shaving brush right there, a badger hair shaving brush. He was like promoting Harry's razors. I was like, what are you doing? I guess if you can't beat them, join them, right? <laughs> yeah, Bill Reeves actually believes he's profound. He really believes it. Uh, we already broke our rule. We said we weren't going to talk about anybody ever again. Well, since we broke the rule, I've got a really good story <laughs> for you guys. I can't wait. <laughs> Jason Riddle and I last Monday met in Asheville, North Carolina, there and is. had lunch with Andrew Sluter. Seriously. If I had thought about it, I would have taken him some free life soap beard oil because, you know, who knows? That might just change everything. He could put it on his face because he doesn't have a beard. <laughs> or does he? Hey, he does have a beard. Now. Oh, he's growing a beard. It's actually a pretty nice beard. So I will have to say this. He's a pretty cool guy. We had really good conversation. He's intelligent and he was respectful. We had we had a pretty nice talk and the sushi was very good. You can ask Jason Riddle if you don't believe me. It was amazing. Well, I've got an idea. You can take Andrew Sluter, some of the black leather beard oil. He can rub that on the outside of his King James Bible, and it'll always smell brand new. I mean, that's pretty brilliant. I don't think new is a good thing, though. It needs to smell old. It's got to smell like the old paths. Older, the better. I don't know. There's something awesome about new Bible smell. Like when you first open that box up. I agree. Brian, I know where you get your joke-telling skills from. I've really enjoyed this past week watching your dad tell jokes on the RFP family community page. (laughs) He posted one the other night was worse than anything you've ever told. And I went, yep, that's Brian's dad right there. Well, uh, just so you know, uh, I loved you until this moment. (laughs) Everything I've ever felt about you just changed, JC. Uh, in just a moment. It's true. I'm you can sorry. fall out of love in an instant. <laughs> well, I still love you and your horrible jokes, but the next thing we know, 
Brian is going to be having lunch with JC's haters, and <laughs> there are plenty of them out there. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. You know somebody that doesn't hate us that did, I wouldn't say hate, but just didn't like us and wrote in an email this week and asked if I could share it on the episode, and I thought this was pretty cool. Hey, guys, just wanted to share something with you. I grew up at Faith Baptist Church in Widmore, California, went to Howells Anderson College. I had heard a few of the podcasts, and honestly, I just thought you guys were bitter, and that was the whole goal of your podcast. Boy, was I wrong, in all caps. He said, I did, Day. I only stayed inside because the tents were too cold, but I'm glad I did. I pastor in Chino, California. I've been at it for about 10 years now. For the first few years, I was crazy Howells guy, but I realized what I was taught and was now preaching was not Bible, but man-made preferences. Thank the Lord, I'm growing. I've been rejected by my own pastor and several other close friends, but whatever. My point of this email is to say, at Idea Day, I figured out we are on the same page, and what a blessing this podcast is. I've listened to probably 10 episodes in the last week. Thanks so much for helping people, and I'm sorry for my assumptions of you guys. Man, that's cool. I love emails like that. Yeah, those kind of emails make what we're doing worth it. It's really good when you find out that the ministry is actually mattering. Amen. It's true. Speaking of that, I got a little bit of pushback this week, and I'm not going to call people's names because we're still in the process of talking, but... I, I mentioned by name quite a few guys, and some yeah, of them felt like I was lumping them all together. And I had a conversation with one just yesterday, and I said, "Hey, man, that's that's a fair that's a fair accusation. I was not trying to lump all of you together because honestly, the reason we use those names is because there's a wide degree of difference among yeah. all of them, and we were trying to talk to people in different groups. So I don't want anybody to think we were trying to." broad brush or put those people into one camp because we realize a lot of those guys don't even like each other. Really, they've been the most vocal against us, and so that's why their names got mentioned. That's exactly what I told this yeah. gentleman. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think people accuse us of broad brushing, but let's just listen to the sermons that are preached about guys who would be closer to where we are. Uh, I don't yeah. think the accusation of broad brushing is a fair accusation if you are a professional broad brusher yourself. So when I hear that, it basically means nothing to me. And let's just be honest. I know everybody says the IFB is not a denomination, but in some way they are very much connected because if yeah. you say something about one, you soon have the whole bunch on your doorstep. And I know that a lot of people didn't agree with what we had to say when we were talking about fundamentalism and separatism, but we stand behind our statement on that because we believe that we align with the fundamentalist movement that started in 1910. And the talk about old paths is silly when it goes back to the latest section of the movement, which is really a totally different movement. And those guys who want to talk about dress codes and music styles and not going to the movies and all these different separation issues. I was honestly surprised that they took such issue that I told them that they were separatists rather than fundamentalists. You know, I guess we can talk about that later and I am open to conversation, but the fundamentalist movement originally was a very unifying movement yeah. and it has totally changed from that. Yeah, and you know, we always mention, I think, those same issues about 
you know, dress codes and movies and things like that. But man, we don't even dive into the, you know, the, the young ladies who had to wear baggy culottes over their ski bibs. And we don't dive into that, you know, those Bible colleges treat young adults who are becoming adults as if they are still children. You know, we don't, Mm -hmm. we don't bring up any of the browbeating that happens and young ladies actually being shamed for their bodies, you know, told that their shirts are inappropriate because they have a different body type or a figure, you know, they, they're shaped differently than another young lady. You know, we, we don't even dive into all that. The insanity is endless. You know, while we were in Vegas, guys, my wife and I got to hang out with Matt and Stephanie Dudley and quickly became really good friends. And he was talking about the outcasting, the shunning, if you will, from the brethren. And he made the statement. He said, hey, the IFB is, even though there's different camps, is a fraternity. Yeah. And I had to agree with him. And I think one of the reasons that we've gotten under their skin over this last year is because it doesn't really affect us. I have not lost one hour of sleep for the fact that none of these guys like us. And I think that's really what's confusing them is they're doing all the fraternity tactics of the independent fundamental Baptist movement, but it doesn't bother us. We keep doing what we're doing and calling this junk out. If these people don't want us to say they're separatists rather than fundamentalists, then they need to clarify their position because you can say, I'm not in the same camp as all these other guys, But if your separation is just a little bit different than their separation, then you're still you're still separatist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this past week we experienced that there is a connection that crosses camp lines. You know, we had uh, so many guys this past week come after us over the Mark Lowry interview. Yeah, we did. Calling into question whether or not we believe the written word of God is the word of God. And it would have made sense if they had just said that we shouldn't have interviewed Mark Lowry. You don't have to like him. He's our friend, and we like him. We respect him. He's had an influence in our lives. And we sit down and talk to people all the time that we don't agree exactly on everything about. That's the whole point of being where we're at. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're not separatists. But I do believe Mark loves the Bible. I believe he loves Jesus He may say some things in different ways, but we will talk to people that are reasonable and we'll talk to people that we think will turn into something productive. Something you said when we were doing the live interview with Mark on his YouTube channel, you said, you know, Mark, it took 49 episodes for these guys to finally agree (laughs) on something that we said that could have been taken heretical. Yeah. You know, I think if anybody would even call into question whether or not we believe that God's word is God's word, they're being dishonest. Because all three of us love the Bible. I would actually lay my life down and die over the fact that the written word of God is the word of God. That's a non-negotiable for me. We believe the Bible. And I just want to say this just very quickly. I want to say this to all of the guys who listen and who jumped on the bandwagon calling us out. Until you call out, the ridiculousness that you allow to happen in a pulpit from a man who calls himself a preacher. Mark Lowry is a comedian and a singer. You have men that you introduce as men of God, and then they get up in your pulpit and they preach stupidity and they preach scripture out of context. 
and and they they misuse and abuse scripture, which we have proven. And you sit on the front row and you shout amen till you have laryngitis. Until you call out that crap, don't ever try to say to me that I doubt or disbelieve that God's word is God's word. I I take stark offense to that because it's it's just it's a low blow. And, and I would never say of those men, just because they allow those things to go on, that they don't believe the Bible is the Bible. I believe they do believe the Bible is the Bible and that they believe the Bible is God's word. I would never accuse them of that. And so for them to try to leverage that argument against us, it was absolutely ridiculous. And I think it just makes them look silly, because mm-hmm. if you listen to any of the three of our preaching, everything we say is based on the fact that the Bible is God's word. Amen. Everybody okay? That'll preach right there. (laughs) (laughs) The real issue these guys have was because Mark was saying that he liked other versions of the Bible besides the King James Version. That's really the issue they had. And I just wish they had been a little bit more honest about that rather than try to twist it into something it wasn't. Yep. You know, there's obvious differences between what we believe, what Mark believes, how we would talk things out. There's, There's nuance in there, but there was also nuance with a lot of other people. And isn't it amazing that they didn't take to Twitter and accuse us of heresy over any of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about some of the things, some of our past guests, whom we're not calling their names, but they, they can talk for three and a half hours without breathing. Think about some of the things that that individual said that we didn't interrupt and we didn't attack and we didn't lose our minds. They waited till this interview, and I think it's because I think they believe they had found a soft spot to attack the boys of the RFP, but the word of God is the wrong place to attack us on. Amen. That's it. And what they did was very underhanded because some of those preachers, not very many of them, but a few of them came after Mark's integrity. Yeah. And that was just underhanded. It was ugly. It was dishonest. And we were standing up for Mark as our friend. And I didn't hear any of these guys stand up and say, hey, Buddy, what you're saying is out of line. That's not true. No, they were perfectly satisfied to stand by and let people attack another man's integrity as long as it made us look bad. Well, you know, the Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces us. It even discerns the thoughts and the intents of our hearts. And so if we truly believe that scripture, then God's word pierces us regarding our sin. It pierces us regarding our legalisms. It pierces us regarding our double standards. It pierces us regarding our hypocrisy. And so regardless of which side of that in this conversation, individuals fall on, if we really believe the word of God, then we would believe it would pierce us and we would make things right. Amen. Yeah, that's good. And guys, we've got some really good interviews coming up. I'm very excited about some of the stuff we have coming, but what I'm real excited about is when we get to dive deep on some of these topics. We promised before the Vegas episode that we were going to deal with the big three that kind of turned into the big four, and we haven't even had time (laughs) to do that because God's been opening some really big doors. But those talks are coming, and that's what I'm excited about, and I hope they last three hours each because there's some good stuff that we're going to be talking about. Let's just talk about some of those upcoming interviews that we have going on. You want to tell us about the one we're doing next week, Nate? Yeah, next week we've got Barnabas Piper coming wow. on the podcast. He's written The Pastor's Kid. Yeah. He's written The Curious Christian. 
and two or three other books. Very, very applicable to the things we talk about. He has a lot of insight into legalism, and I cannot wait to hear what he has to say about that. And one of the big three that we talked about was the King James Version only topic. And uh, we have Mark Ward going to be coming on the podcast here in a few weeks. He has written the book Authorized. And so we're going to start that conversation with Mark Ward. That may turn into a two or three episodes. Who knows? Guys, there are talks between me and Mark Ward about meeting up in Danville, Virginia sometime in March Wow! with Brian Edwards to do video and audio recordings. This could be huge. I guess wow. I need to buy a plane ticket to Dan. Come on, baby. Let's what? go. Do I yeah, got to get my passport stamped for that? <laughs> that was a Brian joke. There it was. Yeah, that really was. You know, and also, guys, <laughs> we have confirmed that we're going to be interviewing Chris McClarney to talk yeah. about music. And Chris is one of the most famous contemporary Christian writers, worship music writers out there. And uh, that's going to be super cool. This is going to make some IFB guys' heads explode when they look up that name that you just mentioned yeah, and start listening to his music. God of Miracles, unbelievable song. I love it. And then sitting in the waiting, we've got two prolific orators and authors and preachers, Herb Revis and Jared Wilson. I listened to Jared Wilson's message from Moody uh, Founders Week just last night. Man, that guy can preach. Herb can preach. And so we've got those two coming up here in a few weeks. And then in March, there's a guy that everybody knows, but we're going to wait on that one because that one right there may may make some heads explode in so many different realms, more than just the IFB. It's going to be literally huge. And I think it's cool that we're giving people a little snapshot of what's to come, and then they'll understand why this episode was so laid back. That's it. And I think we can go ahead and fill some folks in on things that are coming up since that's what this 50th anniversary episode is all about. We've been talking about this RFP network for some time, and man, we're excited to announce the first two podcasts that are part of the RFP network. Nate, you want to tell us who they are? Guys, we are eagerly awaiting the RFWP releasing their first official episode. Ladies, this is going to be huge. If you think the wisdom that has come from the RFP has overwhelmed your life and your life will never be the same. Wait until these two ladies, Lois and Emily, sit down in the studio and just share their wisdom with you. Your lives are going to be changed forever. And we are so excited about the RFWP. In fact, their very first episode drops Friday. This Friday, it's the first episode of the RFWP. Check them out. Brian, tell us about the other podcast that is joining the RFP network. The Young Baptist Podcast. Hey, we have fallen in love with these two guys. And yeah. uh, they're young, but they are both deep wells. Mm, Man, yeah. these guys love scripture. They love the gospel. Their content is deep. And yeah. yet their approach to it is enjoyable. The Young Baptist Podcast is absolutely amazing. And, and if you've lost hope that there are young guys out there who love God's Word and who have the ability to talk out God's Word um, to help you grow, then you need to check out the Young Baptist Podcast. It's cool that they're a part of our family. Yeah, and their episode with Carrie Schmidt was amazing. Yes, it was. And they have one out right now that I haven't even listened to on scriptural authority, I believe it is. I can't wait to listen to that. 
That's Clay Maynard and Josh Johnson, and we're excited that they are joining up with the RFP Network. And then there's another super cool announcement that's not just about the three of us, but that is about our entire audience. Everybody in the RFP family can get in on this. JC, why don't you break the news? I think we need to do some kind of a drum roll or something. This is big. (laughs) You know, Brian, being in Vegas and seeing just a small part of the RFP family, we realized real quick that we need to do this and allow more people to be part of the family and to get together and to hang out and just to hear stories and to just live life together in community because that's what this has become is a community. And so we're excited to announce that in the works is the plan for a RFP family gathering in the Midwest, in the South, and in the East. And those days are coming. We will be letting you know more about that ASAP as ASAP as possible. Mm-hmm. That's pretty soon. Man, I'm so excited. There's one coming up real soon, like June. And didn't you say, JC, that we're likely going to have an awesome singing group at the RFP meetup, which would just blow it out? If we can afford them, it's going to happen. Wow. <laughs> and it's not us. It's a legit singing group. Donate not that now. We are going to legit sing from now on at any gathering of the RFP in the future. My nodules still hurt from singing Champion of Love. What are we talking about? I'm like once a year, and that was it. Listen to the video that Clay Maynard recorded on his cell phone. (laughs) Guys, it has been an incredible ride this past year. 50 episodes with some really good RFP extras, if you think about that. Josh uh, Caldwell was one of our extras that was on there. I was going back and listening to those RFP extras, and they were episodes just the same. What an incredible journey this last 50 episodes this last year has been. And just to think how much has been accomplished, how many friends and family and enemies that has been made in this last year. Who knows where we're going to be at when we hit 100 episodes. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, and I think it was pretty cool that it built for a whole year to get to that last episode, which was super heavy, about all of us being the true fundamentalist. And our family of podcasts prove that. That proves who we are because there'll be things said on those podcasts that maybe we would say differently or we don't totally agree with. And so we're living into who we say we are and who we say we should be. I think the next year is going to be incredible. Could we say that we're unaffiliated fundamentalists? (laughs) Here we go. It's going to be fun. Hey, y'all have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Be sure to visit recoveringfundamentalist.org. Click on the Free Life Soap tab. Use your promo code RFP. Get 20% off of your order. Guys, I made a sappy post on Facebook the other day with a picture of us at the Idea Summit, and that is the most emotional and most loving post you'll ever get from me. So I just want you to know I love you. It's been a fun journey, and uh, I'm excited to do 50 more episodes with you. I can't wait. Absolutely. Y'all have a good week. Be sweet. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Be sure to stop by our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a follow. Also, go to our website, recoveringfundamentalist.org. That's recoveringfundamentalist.org. There you can find Recovering Fundamentalist swag. You can get your t-shirts and hats. You can join our ex-fundy community. See where we're going to be having some meetups. It's the recoveringfundamentalist.org. Be sure to join us next time for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast.